Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. All right, Chris. Uh, it was an entertaining weekend in football. I think Giant fans were pretty happy with a lot of the results this weekend. Um, you know, a couple surprises, I guess. You know, I, I, I had the Eagles as well, like you did. Did um, you? I think me and you were the only ones. <laughs> dude, I, I couldn't believe that game. I was stunned. I, I thought, look, I, I, I've been saying, I think they're going to win um, the wild card round and then lose the following weekend. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. and this is the psychopath I am, and I'm sure you're somewhat the same in that you're, you're thinking of scenarios. When Dallas lost Saturday, which was a surprise, yes. I thought, uh-uh, well, now the Eagles have, they won't play Dallas and what happens if the Rams win? And the Rams almost won. You know, and then I'm thinking like, wow, if the Eagles win Monday and the Rams win, then the Eagles get a home playoff game next weekend. So I'm going through all these stupid scenarios that never happened. But I, I was uh, I was amazed at Monday night's game. Um, mm -hmm. I, I they, you know, it was close for a little while, but they just never had it. The Eagles' offense, especially, they just never could get going. And I mean, you know, the way that game progressed, it was it was shocking. And the, the lack of tackling and the lack of effort, like we talked about all year and, and you brought it up a number of times like this team has not quit on Dable. you look at that eagle team dude it looked like they were trying to get sirianni fired at one point in that game dude uh, you know i it just that was my that was the way i saw it um with, with the way that defense was tackling and, and the way they played but oh my <laughs> they god succeed. yeah right i'm like and, and with you when you you tweeted i hope they keep him Rabel aside, I, I hope they keep Sirianni. Like, guys, don't give up on him yet. You know, you got something there. You know, he went to the Super Bowl last year. You guys are fine. Just just give him new give him new coordinators. So, um, look, guys, in all seriousness, with Dallas and Philly losing, um, it was a hell of a weekend for us. Like, it was the yeah. best weekend I had as a Giants fan since they beat Minnesota in the playoffs last year. So, it's, it's amazing how the season turns. It was two teams that, in the middle of the year, they were looking like Super Bowl contenders. My God. And they both got embarrassed. Yeah. In the first game. I mean, the Dallas game, because they were home. They haven't lost in two years at home. So you figured that, you know, yeah. Uh, they were gonna win, right? At home. Yeah. And they get smoked. That was a surprise. Look, Jerry, the Eagles, I mean, everybody and their brother was picking Tampa Bay, except me and you. I, I was with you. I said, Well, I think the Eagles got one good one left in them. And I didn't believe in Tampa either. I didn't believe in Tampa, right. uh, especially the way they played against Carolina the week before. And I said to myself, well, they're, they're a better team on paper, talent-wise. They got to have one good one left in them, right? They get out of, and then right. they get smoked next week. That's the way I looked at it. Right. Right. And they wound up getting smoked Monday night. I mean, so they might get their coach fired with that effort yeah. and the way they finished down the stretch. Um, I, I know they're going over it now that they're having meetings. So we'll see what happens to Sirianni, but it wouldn't surprise me if they fire him, Jerry. And as far as Mike McCarthy, I don't know. You know, I, I give Jerry Jones credit, man. As far as, you know, a lot of other owners after that loss would be like, gone. I want everybody out of here, right? Right. I want everybody out of this building. Yeah, right, right. Um, right. I remember one time when John Marrow was coming back from Jacksonville and he wanted to fire everybody on the bus going to the airport, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he sat, you know, he sat back and said, all right, let me really evaluate. You know, so, yeah. so Jerry Jones is taking his time. Once again, he's having meetings and he's awesome. Talking to people, the players haven't given up on McCarthy. They all vouch for him after the game. The guys won 12 games three years in a row. Mm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. You know, And I've been sticking up for Dak all year. Like, I'm not a Dak fan, but I said, I look a little different this year. He looks good. And, you know, and, and it was just funny. Like, I have a good friend who's a Dallas fan. And he just was texting me like, I was almost like trying to make him feel better, even though I didn't, I didn't really like mean it. I'm just like trying, like, ah, you know, like, they can come back. You never know. And uh, like, what do I say to him? He's a great guy. But he was the one saying, I'm done with Dak. I'm done with Dak. And I just said, no, nah, he looks different this year. And then he just mm -hmm. crapped all over himself in that game. It was just – it was uh, – that was – to me, that was way more shocking than the Eagles. I think the way the Eagles lost was surprising to me. I, and, again, I thought both of those teams would win. Mm. But um, just jumping out to that lead that, that the, the Packers had and wasn't nearly as close as the score. So, I mean – Which game? For the Eagles? The, the Dallas game. Wasn't well, I was doing close near as close as they They just gave up a couple of touchdowns at the end there. Yeah, that yeah. was a, that was a white. They couldn't stop the, their offense. They couldn't stop uh, Jordan Love and their offense. And the Green Bay Packers, Chris, without Aaron Rodgers, are advancing. Move on. Hey, hey not for yeah. nothing, but they have like an Aaron Rodgers clone right now, brother. Looks really good. The way he's yeah. throwing that ball. He even looks like him. The way he throws it, he slings it. And, um, so the Packers, uh, look, uh, great job at him. I thought... 
reflecting back in this game, I thought Matt LaFleur absolutely schooled Dan Quinn. Schooled. Yeah. Um, and they had no answers for him at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been saying this, right? I've been saying this. This, this freaking Matt LaFleur, he's a hell of a coach, man. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. yeah. I, you know, you see when guys have don't don't have really that much talent as they sh- as the way they're playing on the field and they're playing well and they win and play. And you look at the coach, man. You know? Yeah. And that's what we did with Dable last year, right? That's what we did with right. Dable. Like, they really want a playoff team roster-wise, but here they are in the playoffs winning a playoff game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, a, a great job at the Packers. As far as the Eagles, I think the only time they really had any life was when they they hit that one deep ball to Devonta Smith, yeah. and they seemed, yeah. to, they, seemed, they seemed to give them a burst of energy, yeah. and that was the end of that. And you they know? stopped the tush-push on that drive. And they stopped the tush-push, and I yeah. was like, what, well, you know? And it, you know that kind of ended it, and then Tampa Bay scored whatever whatever was it in third quarter, and and that was the end of that game. Yeah. So the Eagles, look, it's amazing, Jerry. I think like two months ago, a month and a half ago, we were talking about 2024 a little bit, and hey, look, the Cowboys and Eagles are still way ahead of the Giants in this division and all that stuff, right? And now you look at it and you say, well, the Eagles going to be a different team. They might even have a new head coach. Right. Jalen Hurts. He went from MVP last year to a question mark again, right? right? right. People are questioning Jalen Hurts. They didn't even like – I see people didn't even like his body language. They were like – all the players were kind of taking shots at him. I seen like Dallas, Dallas got it into the game talking about body language, and we got to clean a lot of stuff up. And I told you, Jerry, I think I was telling you on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I said I, I got it from a very reliable source down there in Philly saying that that locker room's a mess. Remember I was telling you? I said that locker room's turning on Sirianni. Yeah. Now they, now they seem to be questioning their leader and hurts. Um, yeah. I think Jalen's hurt, to be honest with you, Jerry. I, I wouldn't yeah. surprise you to see him have a knee surgery or something after the season. Yeah. Uh, but but the point, the original point I was making is that they were a mess, right? They were a mess. Look, they're going to lose Jason Kelsey most likely. I know he didn't officially announce his retirement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, another year for Lane Johnson. Some guys getting old. Their secondary is going to have to – they're going to have to redo their secondary. Brandon Graham wants to come back, but I don't think they're going to bring him back. I don't I, know if they're going to bring know. him back. Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox. going back and forth. You know, even if he comes back, he's another year. Yep. So it's amazing. Then you look at the Cowboys and, you know, and, and they, they're talented. But once again, that comes up short in a playoff game. Nobody's won this division back to back for years, you know, for for 100 years it seems like, and all of a sudden it went from, oh, the Giants are going to be w- totally behind these guys next year again. To well, these are we that far clubs, behind? These two clubs might be a mess next year, and if the Giants could get quarterback play, who knows? They could be right there. It's amazing yeah, how quickly it really is. It changes it, in this league, man. It really is, and and I fall for it every year, Chris, to make these statements. Like you're watching Dallas and Philly in Week 11, say. Mm. And you're like, oh my God, we are so far from them. And then by the end, and, and and then it happens almost every year. By the end of the year, you're like, well, are we that far off? So you fall for it all the time. But that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like, like week 11, week 12, where you're like, oh my God, we can't win another game. And they're never going to lose to, wow, what a mess that is over there. So um, yeah, great, great weekend all around for Giant fans. And for, uh, and what I didn't like, um, Washington seems to be getting their act together. I liked the punching bag that they were that we could always rely on on the Daniel Snyder commanders or whatever they call themselves to <laughs> just suck as an organization. Now they bring someone in from the 49ers and I'm like, oh no, that's a good hire. So um uh, anyway, but um yeah, they got new ownership down there. Yeah. Um actually one of them is the owner of the Devils, Josh Harris. He actually owns the Devils too. Uh yeah. so I got a bone to pick with that guy. But anyway, um well, you, you got you got your you brought your goalie up. So, um, so who knows that, you know, Adam Peters is over there. He's going to bring in his coach and you know what? Yeah. If they draft like they do in San Francisco, well, guess right. what? Washington's going to be a factor in a couple of years, you know? Right. Giants will probably win the division next year, lose to Washington twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so um, no, quick, no, listen. You know, one one uh, question. Do you, and it's a good question from Mark Bonjour. Not again. We're not, we're a Giants no, podcast. He's got, he's got like four of them in the next two days. Okay. No, not at all. Um, you, but you can't uh, have one bad game, you know? Erase right. everything that guy has done. He's got like four interviews in the next few days. He's already had a few. I mean, yeah. so people want Quinn. Yeah. Um, I think Quinn will be out of the division. We'll see what happens with McCarthy. And you never know, Jerry. I've been saying this. Don't be surprised if McCarthy gets fired and Quinn gets that job too in Dallas. Yeah. I know people talk of Belichick, you know, and all that stuff. But I think Bill seems to be focused on Atlanta. That's what I'm hearing down there, you know. That's a, that's a, that's a wild card, right? That's 
you know, he's got this connection with Arthur Blank, and he's—I know he was interviewed on his boat and all that stuff. And uh, uh, so it's—it's—it'll be interesting. So how about the, Jerry? How about the amount of coaches, good coaches that are available? Never before I've seen that. It's insane. It's a lot, dude. Yeah. From, from Rabel to even Pete Cowell, if he wants to get back in coaching. The Belichick. Yep. Who am I missing, yeah. Jerry? Uh, Those three. And uh, There's one other good one. Oh, who am I missing? There's one other damn good one out there. But it's like, oh, Harbaugh. Well, Jimmy Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And I was right. going to say Saban retired. Right, right. But he's not He's not going to coach in the NFL. Harbaugh. Right, right, right. So Jim Harbaugh. You know, and obviously he's interviewing. Uh, he's interviewed with a few teams himself. So he's, yeah. you know, he's another guy. It's amazing the quality of head coaches. Proven yeah. head coaches in this league, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So the Giants hired a few coaches, and I got to tell you, Chris, I love the look of them: shaved head, beard. I uh, just good. Jerry, guys. I'm just letting you know right now. Don't be surprised if your phone rings. I, I I'm waiting for it. Can I'm you, waiting to to work for Brian. Can Gable you coach the defense? Capacity. You got any schemes you might want to draw up in a napkin? Send it in to Dave's. There it is, Anthony. I hear Jerry's next in line for an interview. There it is. It's the hair, face, all of it. Probably body type somewhat, but not, you know. We'll Jerry, see. you remind me of Dable a little bit with that beard, you know. Yeah, you, yes. I mean, you could pass with Dable guy, you know. Yeah, you should, one, one presser, we should switch, and you just throw me in there, and he'll look at me and be like, who are you? What is this? So, um, but, yeah, Carmen Brasillo, he learned from the master. He learned from Obi-Wan Kenobi himself, Skarnakia. In uh, New England, that's good enough for me. But in all seriousness, um, you know, uh, Chris sent in, uh, you know, we print this week. Chris wrote his, art, wrote his article, uh, the, the highlights on this, that the Raiders were a pleasant surprise, I believe, according to PFF, 10th ranked um, uh, offensive yeah. line. So, look, um, this is <laughs> Operation Fix Evan Neal is underway, to say the least. So, And, and, and Jerry, you know, um, I, I, I researched that, you know, when I was writing the article for the Insider, and but just just you know, I'm looking at the Raiders this year, <clears throat> watching them, and I saw them a lot, and um, and one of the things that stood out to me. Now this is I didn't even know who the hell the offensive line coach was, so right, I'm not going right. to say, oh, I knew this guy, yeah. and I'm so glad the Giants got him because this guy. But one thing I observed, and I put it on Twitter. Back, I don't know how many freaking nine million tweets ago, but one of the games the Raiders was playing when I said, "Boy, their offensive line has really improved." Yeah. Um, and they allowed only forty sacks, and and so that's a positive. That's all I'm saying. They're bringing this guy over, and he did good things with this offensive line, man. And they and they didn't have their stud left tackle Colton Miller some games, and they just kept going. The process kept moving along. So I think that's a good sign as far as. They're getting an offensive line coach, yeah, you know, yeah, that is coming off a pretty good season with the Raiders. I like the way they looked, and now the Giants got him. And look, what's he going to have to do, Jerry? Well, he's going to have to solve Evan Neal. That's right. going to be his exactly. first mission, yeah. right? Yes, he's gonna number have one, to priority number out, one. He's going to have to figure out what the hell's going on with Evan Neal. Yeah, they're going to have to figure out if he's a god. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we'll see how that plays out. But Jerry, that and you know, what was that? <laughs> he said all oh, <laughs> move every Neil draft all. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, good. They don't go quarterback to my man. That, that could happen. We will not be upset with that move. So and they're gonna have to figure out communication, Jerry, and picking up stunts, little T twist up front. Um, heads up, right? Feet, eyes up, communication, pass your man off. Yeah. And, and and I'm sitting here, and you, and you say to yourself, "Hey, Chris, isn't isn't that f- football one on one? You know, right. eyes up, communication, pass your man off. They're doing a te twit. Well, folks, I think we've seen the last year or two where the Giants really have struggled at times picking up twist. They really yeah. have. Oh my God, it's like a foreign, it's like a foreign technique to them. Absolutely, yeah. So, so, um. They bring him in now. The search for the defensive coordinator is on. We'll see where that goes. I'm hearing a lot of good things from Miami people about Anthony Capinelli, Cap- uh, mm-hmm. their linebacker coach that Dave's interviewed. Yeah. Um, he had a lot of good things about him. They really like him down there in Miami. They're hoping yeah. not to lose him and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Be interested. He's another guy kind of in that Dable mode, fiery guy, you know. So and, much uh, fire. And, he, you know, he – he won't. He doesn't mind getting yelled at in a headset. Don't okay. Yeah. You know what? You, you brought it up. 
So, I mean, guys, like, I don't know. I, I imagine all of you in your line of work have gotten yelled at before. We've worked for bosses that are fiery. Uh, we, we, I mean, Big Blue VCR literally posted Parcells belittling Belichick on the sideline. Anything to make of that, Chris? I mean, you get yelled at, right? Yeah, Dave was a fiery guy, man. And there was a report about him yelling at, you know, yelling at Wink, yelling at Kafka. And he's, look, I know McGay, he said that, yeah, he's a fiery guy. You know, he'll get on you, you know, and this and that. So I'm not really, you know, concerned about the latest report about Dable getting on coaches and stuff like that and going crazy. And here's the main thing I'm concerned about that I would be concerned about. Look, does Dable maybe have to change some things around? You know, whatever truth of that report was, I'm not quite sure. Um, he probably won't. I could right. tell you this, Jerry. Um, they're not alarmed about it in the Giants building. Right. That whole report about him going crazy and this and that, screaming, you know, you you blew this game, blah, blah, blah whatever it might have been. They're not alarmed about it in the Giants building at all. They know what Dable is. They know what he's yeah. about. And here's the thing I'm going to tell Giants fans, you know, um, I couldn't find one player, not one, on the side, rolling his eyes, whatever the hell it might be, right? I couldn't find one player that said, yeah, this freaking Dable's getting on my nerves. Right, right, what? right. Yeah. Yeah, listen, we we can't take this. This guy's getting crazy. Oh, he's getting all over. Okay, so he's, interesting. So and I think the last – the way they played to finish the season is – Yeah. The, right? Isn't That's, that proof? Isn't that the tell-all? Yeah. Right. So, uh, So the point I'm making, Jerry, is that – I'm pretty sure this. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you this is Wink Martindale grieving his nonsense. You know, the Wilkins and his brother were doing, but this is actually Wink. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah, that's feeding reporters stuff and, and all that crap. Like, grow up, dude. All right, yeah. I, all right. So anyway, part two of this conversation is I really don't care anymore. It's old news now, right? I know. I'm not gonna get into the Winks, folks. I, me and Jerry saw, and we're going to thank everybody. We saw an um, enormous amount of people who viewed the last podcast when I got into the wink situation, which was <laughs> all true. Uh, you know, and if anybody doubted me, I'm sure they saw the reports basically stating the same thing. Mm. I'm not going to get into this wink crap anymore. I'm not right. really going to get it. It's boring now. It's old news. I'm not going to get into the latest stuff about yelling at coaches. That's what Dable does. Folks, if I had players coming to me in the locker room, or there was reports coming out about players saying, can't, I can't play this guy anymore. We're done. This is going to be a problem next year. We can't stand them. That's not the case. And believe me, reporters dug hard trying mm-hmm. to find players to speak bad about Dable. Couldn't find them. Okay. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm really worried about, Jerry. Uh, yeah. The players really stuck together, played hard down the stretch. I could give a flying F about guys getting yelled at in headsets or guys airing out grievances because they got fired. I could care less. Okay. Awesome. Yep. I could tell you this though. Mm-hmm. For anybody who says, "Hey, hey, Biz, hey, Chris, uh, you know, you hearing about like, you know, are they alarmed? Is Mara alarmed? Is Steve? Is Tish alarmed? Is is Joe Shane like, oh, what? They're not. <laughs> they're not alarmed whatsoever about the latest reports. They know what Dable's about. They know Dable could be very fiery. Nobody's sitting there like, yeah. Nobody's sitting there like, oh. Get Dable in the office. We we need to sit down. Oh, we need a, we need a conversation with somebody. Have him in the office. We got to bring him in. Listen, Dave's. Yeah. You know, we just read this, and you got to calm this shit down. This is nobody is alarmed by anything Dable does in the building. Nobody. Yeah, and and the last time something like that happened was in 06 with Coughlin, where the that players, was the players, Jerry. The players remember. did go to guess the original editor, the Giant Insider, Ken Palmer. It was Tiki Barber. And it was Jeremy Shockey. I think Strahan went off the record with it, but didn't go on the record, which is why Jay Glazer is Jay Glazer. But anyway, but okay. So it was Tiki and Shockey who went to Ken. And then Ken was the one who kind of brought that story out. And then it was, all right, Coughlin needs to change. So to your point, that was players. This is absolutely unknown or unnamed source that you're pretty sure rhymes with stink. Martindale. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. And what Jerry just told you about Tom Coff is 100% correct. That's the way it went down. Yeah. So, Jerry, if this was a player revolt, yeah. or if somebody was getting me on the side, hey, Chris, listen, we can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, look, like I told you in the past with Sherman, there was a couple of guys all in our eyes with Pat Sherman. Yeah. I told you that, dude, right? Yes, yes. Couldn't find one guy about Dable. So, folks, don't be – first of all, this is old news. Yeah. Then, yeah. You know, a lot of people in the media like to run with this. They love on the radio, whatever it might be. I could care less about this, about Dable screaming at coaches or whatever the hell else and Shane putting headsets on. You know, nobody's concerned about Dable in the building. Yeah. I could tell you that. Uh, you know, it's Dave, it's Dave's being Dave's basically, <laughs> you know, he, he gets crazy. Maybe he wants to calm it down. I don't know. It's up to him, yeah. but the plays, that's the key thing, right? The players love playing for him. Yep. Um, they didn't revolt against them. Nobody was pointing fingers. Everybody played hard to the end. I'm not really, I, I, I'm not going to really get into this other stuff. The important thing was that Dable thing. Uh, you're yep. welcome, Lisa. Lisa. The, the important thing was. Look, I found out a lot about what happened with Mondale, the leaks, why he got fired, and I put it out there, and I went into it for like 45 minutes, Jerry, I guess, right? Whatever the hell it was, yeah. right? I'm not getting into about why he's yelling at coaches and stuff like that. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I've right. mentioned this numerous times. He's very tough on coaches, and he's very tough on players. Um, and now you have one guy, basically, you know, I guess he's going to keep airing grievances, finding people, whatever it might be. To me, it's it's a nothing burger. I'm sorry. Maybe other people, you know, I know other people like, oh, he can't be yelling at people, coach. Whatever, that's the style. Coaches do it all the time. Uh, you know, hey, Jerry, can I say something quick? Yeah. Okay. I'm very fortunate being in this business. Hang on, you know Chris, you know what? Hang on. Let's okay. take a break real quick, and we'll come back with this. All right, guys, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody it's a biz, busy nano. Go ahead, bud. So I'm very fortunate, Jerry. I'm going to bring up a few things. Uh, being in this business now for years, yep. uh, you make connections. And look, the the 1986 Giants, they, they were my guys. They'll yep. always be my guys. Always, yep. That's my team. Uh, and I've been very fortunate to have relationships with numerous guys from that team. Yep. Matter of fact, I just text with Mark Bavaro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knows my relationship with Banksy. Call Banks, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. Collins. Le Lennon Marshall, okay? You too, Jeff. You've talked to him for... Yeah. I've been very fortunate to have relationships with these guys, because which is great for me, because that's that will always be my team. No matter what, the Patriots undefeated, the 86 Giants are yeah. my guys. Mark Bavaro wished me Merry Christmas, and I just was like, okay, I can put that on my tombstone. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. So, Mark, if folks, are, and if anybody hasn't read the book yet, Once a Giant, I suggest... Yeah. By Gary Myers, I suggest to go out. Even if you're too young to remember the 86 Giants, I suggest you go out and get it. Yeah. Um, it's a great book about that team. Okay. And guys, what they've struggled with <clears throat> off the field, the stories on the field, classic stories. So, yeah. but I've talked to a few of them, Jerry, what do you make about this yelling at coaches and, you know, saying e even, I don't even know, you know, Oh, you blew this game, whatever, whatever the hell it might've been. Sure. And they laugh at it. They're like, man, are you kidding me? Yeah. They're like, coaches get yelled at all the time. Like, they were like, Chris, trust me. No coach is really concerned about getting yelled at in a headset during a game, no matter yeah. what. The heck. They, they were like, Paul Sells used to say things on a headset that you couldn't believe what he used to say to people. Now, I understand the world has changed. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I get that. I know it's a different world now. You know, everybody wants to be, you know, you, you, know, you can't yell at people. Everybody gets offended. But these coaches in the NFL, they're not, they don't, you know, they, they're used to it. I'm not going to get too much into it. Yeah. My main concern, mm -hmm. and I had one guy, a former Giant from the 8016. Ask because he knows I'm in a locker room. Mm -hmm. And I had another giant from the 07 team and the 11 team. Same thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. They asked me because they know I'm in a locker room. And they say, Chris, is he losing a locker room though? You know, how are the players? And I said to them, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He's not, you know, the players have not turned on him. They all love him. They love yeah. playing for him. Yes, he gets crazy on them too. And they said to me, same thing, Jerry. They said to me, that's the main thing. Who gives a yeah. shit about a special teams coach or somebody else might get yelled at? That's what they right, said to right, me. Right. The, yeah. the play, and they said that plays and believe me, Chris, the players could give an F less too. Yeah. That you know, these are from world champions yeah. and all that. I'm just telling you what, like I said, Jerry, I'm very fortunate to be in this business for years and getting to know these guys. And very, and I'm I feel very fortunate to get to be friends with a lot of guys from the 86 championship team because that was my guys, Jerry. That was right. my guys. Yeah, right. You know what I suffered through in the 70s and those guys won the championship. And it was yep. like a, they'll always be special in my eyes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um then I like same thing. They're like coaches. Okay, whatever. How's the yeah. players? 
No, the players are good. Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> right, know? right, right. But folks, just keep that in mind. I know things come out. Dable, he's a lunatic, whatever it might be. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm not – That's I, I'm done with that stuff. I yeah. gave the report on the wink thing because, obviously, that was big news. Mm-hmm. And that's it, Jerry. I'm sorry if I went on a little bit too no, much. No, dude, that's good perspective. That, but uh, I'm just yeah. letting you know. No, that's awesome perspective, dude. Um, I, I think you summed it up. I think that – you know, that perspective of coaches getting yelled at back then and then coaches get yelled at all the time. And it's something that's, that's kind of expected. Um, you know, I, I, this is like you said, dude, it's, this is a nothing and we're tired of talking about it and hopefully this is the end of it. I know that, you know, some stuff will come you out. Don't see and, my, you don't see Mike Kafka resigning, right? Right. Right. He's coaching the East West Shrine. He's, he's coaching the East West Shrine game. Yep. He's coming back another year. Um, you don't see Mike saying, Oh, I can't, Oh, oh wow. He yelled at me doing a play. I, I I'm gone. You know, no. Right. So. Right. Good point. And if you do, and if any coaches like that, I suggest you take up another line of work. Bro. Yeah, don't be a coach then. Right. Right. You know, I suggest yeah. you take up another line of work. Absolutely. Um, I just, I, I keep going back to the clip of Bel- of Barcells. You're looking at Belichick like he was an idiot. I'm thinking Belichick may be the best coach of all time. I, with all due respect to the other ones, the Lombardi and, and Parcells and, and Shula, but you got Parcells looking at Belichick like, you know what? To call the play, call the game, Bill. Like, oh my God! Like, <laughs> this is how he's talking to him. Yeah, I, I think any assistant but, who does this has the right to get yelled at. If that's the case, so. yeah. Look, look, look. It's fair to say, Jay. There's no really more any more parcels around. Those, those times have changed. Right, we, right. Me and, you, me and you get that. We get that. I understand that. And Dub's drive is right. Like, it's an aggressive sport. Why are we surprised that coaches? And, and I can tell you this: Dub's drive. Uh, Dub's drive. Dub's dribble. Dub's dribble. Oh, double dribble. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see the L there. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I'm, I can tell you this, double dribble, you know, being in a locker room for years, being around these guys, it's huge egos, man. There's a lot of, it's a lot of huge egos in there. Huge egos clash, you yeah. know, eight personalities clash. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens, you know? Yeah. This is what Hell happens. of a compliment here from Rob Cosis, who is a big Lightning's fan. Lightning fan, Chris. I don't believe anything on social media until it comes from Biz. Good stuff, buddy. Thank you, Rob. That's good stuff. All right, dude. They brought in two other guys. Aaron Wallman back to the organization. Yeah. Director of player performance. Cool. Yeah. All right. yeah. Organization thinks people, highly of him. A lot of people, it seemed like a lot of people were happy he came back. You yeah. know, his second go around. Yeah. Try to, you know, try to try to tighten up some stuff. And they signed a running back coach from the Saints, Joel Thomas. Joel Thomas. Uh, he's been, I think he was with the Saints nine years and all that. With Camara. Yeah. Yeah. With all those guys. Comes over here and, uh, you know. I guess he really wasn't concerned about Dable yelling in headsets. He came over here pretty fast. There'll be a DC special teams coach. Atlanta Falcons are now allowing assistants to be interviewed. Um, so we'll see what the Giants revisit that special teams coach. Um, and they're working Izzo, is the, Izzo is the guy they're interested in, right? Bringing him back, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I see stuff in the social media. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't remember who Someone put that out. That. Yeah. Unless it's somebody I know that put it out, you know, not some fan. Right. Like so, so I'll address this just because someone asked. Mm-hmm. It was Big Blue Wrecking Crew. Now, Big Blue Interactive is a is a cool website where everyone kind of contributes, right? So I read this. Someone put out there that his source says Shane is talking to um the GM of polls, right? For uh for the Bears to move mm-hmm. up. Now, I would hope Shane's trying to talk to everybody. I mean, whether it's true or not, like. This is it's a somebody put it out there. It's it's not from any you know someone like with the media credentials or anything like that. So you know it's a it's a non-story until that kind of happens. So I know that that was a thing today where the Giants are talking about moving up and with polls and blah blah blah. But really, huh? people 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 know that already, huh? I would imagine that. I don't know. I, I it's if he did make the call, I kind of would expect it and. That nothing comes of it. I wouldn't be surprised by that either. So again, talk about nothing burger. I think that's one of those as well, but um, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. It just was out there and it, there's nothing to, well, nothing to it yet. So yeah, we'll find out in April. Yeah. So um, all right. What else we got? So we got the coaching. Um, so, you know, cap wise, Jerry. Um, yeah. What are you looking at? So right now I'm on 23 million. They'll they'll look. I think Mark Lewinsky is prime candidate number one to be released. He'll 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 save them like 5.1 or 5.7 on the cap. He's the biggest figure that um, 
you know, he won't be back. I could see them freeing up some cap space with him. Yep. Um, and a couple other guys out of a million or two, Donnie, you know, a couple of guys that I don't expect to be back. But Gowinski seems to be the one for sure, the prime candidate to be released because they could get some, they could free up some money on the cap. So you're looking around 23, maybe, you know, when they haven't set the cap number yet, all these, who gets Yeah, Glowinski is 5.6 and only a dead hit of 1.5. Okay. Yeah. So he's a prime candidate. I don't think Glowinski yep. will be back for sure. Uh, they'll get somebody. So you're looking at about maybe 30, 30, whatever it might be. They'll have a little money to play around with, get aggressive if Joe wants it. And by, get- real quick, before I forget, I'm sorry to interrupt, Chris. No, it's all right. The Buccaneers, I don't want to hear about dead cat money anymore. 80 million they had? Yeah. 80 million in dead cat money, and they're in the playoffs and they beat the Eagles. Yeah. Like, Everyone mm. makes a big deal out of dead cat money. I know it sucks, but it's like, is it even okay? Is it is it the death knell that people make it out to be? <laughs> I know. I, know. I mean, I'm, I don't I want to hear all these capologists jump out. It's like you can't release that guy. There's dead money. The Buccaneers had 80 million in dead money. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they're still they're still recovering from this, the Super Bowl years and, and the playoff year, you know. And and here yeah. they are back in the playoffs. Amazing, right? And going to the divisional round. It's incredible. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So. uh so the Giants could be a little aggressive in free agency. You know, yeah. you want to draft well and supplement it with the free agents, you know, and, and uh, try to, you know, tighten up some things because there is some holes in this roster that need to be filled, no question about it. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the the savings. The, the biggest savings always comes with a big dead cap hit. So I don't know if you want to do that. And it's obviously not something you want to do, but those are the, you know, those are the big ones. The other one would be, Darren Waller, six million, but then you're you're getting a dead cap hit of seven million. So you don't. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, that. I know Darren Waller is that kind of like maybe, but you know, I could just tell the way Shane talked about him at the exit presser when he was like, "I would do this trade every day of the week." Yeah, Again, I, I think they want him back, Jerry. I think yeah. they feel that you know he could be a real effective and stable system. Yeah. When if the bit, but of course the problem with Waller is what he's always injured. Right? Always injured. Always. So yeah, look, they're gonna need a lot of things, man. Um, especially up front, you know. So common common had a new offensive line coach, Jerry. He has a lot of work to do, man. He has a lot of work to do. There's gonna be new faces in here. Yeah, he does. You know, there's yeah, gonna be does. new faces in here. Um yeah. and they got he's gotta get these guys to mesh before next September and all that stuff. So it'll be interesting times, man. No doubt about it. Yep. Uh media's quoting you about McKinney, but I understood that Wink didn't want to resign him. I, I never, I never yeah. said Wink didn't want to resign him. It wasn't Wink's call anyway. Right. I just said that it wouldn't surprise me. I said McKinney's not going to – if Wink is back, I can see McKinney not resigning. Right. He was not happy with some things. Um, right. But that's not even a concern anymore. I mean, yeah. Wink is gone. McKinney's a free agent. And it's going to come down to this. Okay? It's going to come down to money. Yeah. We talked about McKinney already. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to want big money, and we'll see if the Giants want to go there. Personally, I don't think that's going to happen. Yep. Um. But we'll see. You know, we'll see and watch. Kyle Hobbs is trying to get a sense of how much of a focus O-line will be in free agency of the draft. I think it's priority 1A at least. Maybe one, because we both think they're going to go quarterback in the draft, but I think it has to be right, like, next to it or underneath it. Um, you always say, you've been saying, Chris, you got to get two guards in here. Um, you know, I, 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 I think my biggest fear, Chris, is they, they bring a guard in and then they say, Josh Azudu because we drafted him. And I, I, get, I don't know if Shane's that guy, but that has. No, yeah. Don't let him fool you. The ego always comes into play. That's what I mean. Okay, then there you go. Then I'm right. Then maybe I'm right. That's what I That's what I worry about. I'm not saying he's locked in and win a position. All I'm saying is, Jerry, they're going to look at these guys because right. ego always comes into play with general management when it's their draft. Pick. Right. So Evan Neal, right tackle, no matter what. Oh, We're bringing a guard. Uh, I don't think that's in stone, Jerry. Okay. Uh, Jerry, I don't think that's in stone anymore. I think Joe kind of shifted a little bit at his exit presser. He told us one thing in the bye week presser. Right. Yeah, we're going to get Neil. Neil's, Neil's at right tackle. That's going to be out. And then the exit presser, he kind of didn't really commit totally on Neil. Yeah. I think they're looking at Neil, Jerry. Yeah. I think you're going to see how the draft turns out. Where if it turns out where they don't they don't go quarterback and have big stud tackles there. I could see them taking that kit and moving Neil to guard. I could. Yeah. I don't think that's like the bye week presser, Jerry. I said, well, they didn't want Neil back. The exit right. presser, I kind of was like, whoa, Joe wasn't that commit- committed yeah. on that. So we'll yeah. see. But that's my fear is that they look at their draft picks, fall in love with them, or say, we're still in love with these guys. 
and you go Neil and Azudu, and all we need really is a guard. And it's like, well, no, okay. I mean, I'm glad we brought in the new coach, but I would like to upgrade if, if again, if you don't go quarterback and you value the right tackle higher than any of the receivers you have that they have out there, um, that they would bring in uh, Alt or the kid from um, <laughs> Bob Sagendorf. Or the kid from uh, from Penn State, Bob Sagan or Pesno. Yeah, no, that's what we were saying, Bob. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, it, it's 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 all about whether or not they get the quarterback that if, if if they're able to get the quarterback that they want, or if they value any of those top three. And again, I'm assuming it's the three. I don't know. I don't know if they have JJ McCarthy higher than all of them, which I don't think they do. They but who not. the hell knows how these guys? What's that? They better not. <laughs> He's got a little bit of a noodle arm. So, um, but yeah, maybe Bo Nix. I have no idea. I'm assuming it's Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Daniels, but I don't, I have no idea. But if they can't get their guy, then I would imagine they take a tackle or the one of the wide receivers, but hopefully a tackle because we can't fall into this trap all the time of, of not, you know, building this offensive line. We got to build it finally the right way and get it done. So we'll see. Some good looking. Are we going to have this conversation this time next year? I hope not, dude. I'm so tired of talking about the offensive line. I know. I'm so, to say. so, so like, I'm tired of the line. I'm tired of quarterback too, but like, I don't know. That's a little more of an exciting conversation. It's just that when you're drafting a quarterback, it's like, all right, you get, get, get pumped about it. When you're talking about the offensive line again, it's like, oh God, no, please. Please, please get this right. Yeah. Whether it's through free agency, the draft, both, all the above. Just I think the Giants it. are going to be throwing out a lot of smoke signals how they how they really like Jones still, and he's our guy, and all that stuff. Yeah, and then try to do some things on the draft, and if it doesn't work out, well, we told you Jones is our guy, and then don't worry about twenty twenty four draft, <laughs> uh, twenty five draft. You know, yeah. <laughs> down yeah. the road if Jones doesn't play well, uh, there is look, there is. Look, Jerry, I, I, I could tell you this. There is a belief that they feel Daniel could play well again next year like he did last year, you know? Yeah. But, but <clears throat> um, they're going to be looking for their guy, okay? They're going to be looking for their guy. If it works out, they're going to be looking to grab one of those quarterbacks. And we'll see if it works out. It's the, it's the again, dude, it's the injuries with Daniel that scare me just as much as the inconsistent oh, play. Absolutely, dude. The neck injuries in particular. You know, the ACL is one thing. I mean, it's... Look, he's a he's a quarterback who's comfortable when he's running, and now he tore his ACL. Okay, you can come back from that, but it does take time. You know, and confidence level—it's a confidence thing. But the neck injuries are the ones where it's like, all right, are we gonna, is this going to be something every year now, and, and it's going to get worse, and is this going to put his career in jeopardy? And then what? We we'll go back to Tyrod Taylor um, or Tommy Cutlets. So um, we'll see. Here we go. JMS. Oh, damn it. JMS tailed off at season's end. Isn't that just a rookie wall? Hopefully. He wasn't consistent all year, though, really, right? Yeah. It wasn't like he was really, really solid the first 12 games, and then he tailed off. He's been up and down all year. You know, so um, you, you got to hope he has a much better second year. I want him um, to get a little stronger, too. Yeah. I'll ask you, Chris. Uh, you know what, guys? Let's take one more break. We'll be right back after this. You'll listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris Nobody with this busy nano. Yeah, you know what, Valerie? This was I was gonna I was gonna ask Chris first. Hmm. Do you have a prediction for who's the next DC is gonna be? If I had to make a prediction, I'm gonna go with the dolphin guy. Okay. Um, All right. But I know Jerome's getting Jerome got an interview, or he's or he's about to get an interview. One or the yeah. other. Yeah. You know? What about Jerome Henderson? Good to have someone familiar with Wink's scheme, or are we going for a completely new scheme? I don't know what's if if that ever came to Jerome, I don't know what scheme he would play. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he, he was there before Wink. I don't know what you know. I don't know what what scheme he will look at. You know, but you have to start. Look, you have to get this coordinator in him, Jerry, and you have to obviously know what kind of what he wants to do scheme wise because you have to draft guys and free agency and free agency to fit what this guy likes. Right. You know. Yeah. Like the Giants went out last year, they draft Tay Banks, right? He's a, mm -hmm. he's a man press guy. Even yep. Trey Hawkins, who was a man press guy in Old Dominion, okay. Right. They drafted him because of Wink's system. Obviously, we all know what Wink likes to do. You know, another coach comes in here and likes to play a lot of, like like Patrick Graham used to love to play a lot of cover three. Okay? Oh my god. Please no. You know, you know? no, no, I'm yeah. saying they're bringing Graham. I'm just no, saying, I know. I don't want that. I can't yeah. I, that that just uh, that was just that was tough sometimes. That's all. So yeah, I mean he liked to play a lot of cover three, you know, and, yeah. and you have guys that like to mix it up, cover two, and all that stuff. So you have to, you know, get this guy in and 
Um, you know, and then you have to see what his scheme he wants to play. You know, especially if it's a first-time coordinator, Jerry. Say, say yeah. you go with the linebacker coach in Miami, right? Oh, well, well, he's never a coordinator. Okay, so you get him in an interview, and you're like, okay, what scheme are you? What are you looking to do? What's going right. to be your scheme? Right. Well, I'm a man. I'm a man press. I'm a press bail guy. I'm a cover three. Well, you know, I like to do a, a lot of cover, or cover two, single high, whatever the hell it might be. Man under cover yeah. two. You know, it's a lot of different schemes, bro. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or you know, so you have to get that fit for your draft and your free agents. You know. And then if, if they go to four three, then you need more defensive linemen because we don't have. I mean, I. The, one of the other things we're going to need on this team, Chris, is another down lineman uh, to go along with with Dexter Dexter Lawrence. I mean, I know you have a decent rotation with some guys, but it just seems to be like there's not enough there. And if you go four three, then all of a sudden you, you need that's you need a plethora of them at that point. Um, so I I don't know I don't know if this roster I, I think this roster just plays itself more to a three four, but we'll see what they do. I, I don't know, but well, it plays more to a three four. You know, you got those edge guys with Aziz and. Tips, you know, um, yeah. then you get a guy, you, you want to get another edge guy, you know, next to Dex and all that stuff. Yeah. You, you like to get it, Jerry, you like to get a down lineman, right? Yeah, right. Sort of like, you know, they could talk, like you saw what the hell, who the hell was it? They were, play, they were playing like a wide nine a lot over the weekend. I'm trying to think who the hell it was now. Anyway, or like a Max Crosby type, right? Where you see Max on a lot of times, he he'll line yeah. up in that wide nine. <laughs> Almost he'll, by the sideline, right, right? He'll line up in that wide right. nine, you know. And then yeah. you got Dex in the middle, yeah. Or you got a guy like Good you point. move around in that three technique. Oh, yeah. look at this! Who's that big, big cat. cat? Big cat five six. Big cat just read my mind. What I was just gonna say, where well, you want a guy you move around to that three tech a lot and all that, you know, the, because you know Dex really is good over that zero, yeah, and all that stuff. So um, Dex is so effective, you know. Um. Yeah, I saw that interest in, in Larry Izzo. I know. I don't know. We'll see if he gets interviewed. Yeah. Um, but you know, Dex is so effective over that zero pushing that pocket over the center, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because he played a lot of three tech before Andre Patterson got here, defensive line coach, and he's much more effective over that zero, you know. So you you love to have a guy that coming at next to Dex, play on that outside five tech or the nine wide and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then you got Tibbs and you got hopefully a healthy Aziz and and guys like that. So yeah. So two giant goofballs podcast says Denard Wilson be a great fit. Look how bad Philly secondary look without him. But from elite to allowing Mac Jones to throw for over 300 yards. There was also a drop in play. It's a good point, but there was a drop in play. And and look, um, who's the safety or the, the slot guy that left for Detroit towards ACL last year? Or no, this year. He got a Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was He's with back, Philly. Yeah. Right, right. Um, he got it. He had an injury earlier in the year. Yeah, he yeah. He uh, ripped up his pec or something. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, um, it was knee, whatever. It was. You know, the, the play Darius Slay. The, the, you know, the big play Slay na- nickname is a couple years old now at this point. Bradbury. You know, <laughs> I, we same thing happened here. Like he was great one year, then the next year he didn't play that well. Uh, Byard, the guy they got from Tennessee last night, looked like he didn't even want to tackle. So, I hear your point. It's a good. It's a good one with Denard, but their secondary play really did drop and um you know Blankenship is a good tackler but he's a horrible cover guy so I, I think it's just as much of a talent issue there. Yeah there is Chauncey Gardner Johnson thanks Chris yep yeah that's it that's what I was thinking of see uh CGJ um yeah so look I I have no idea who they would pick as defensive quitter. I'm just like I'm just excited that you know assistant coaches bringing him in like a lot of people they don't pay attention to it, dude. I, I I think this is fascinating stuff. I want to see what kind of DC Dable brings in. And look, when correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but bringing in Kafka and and Wink, he didn't really know them that well, right? Before oh, like, he didn't have he, a connection with them, no. Right, and it's gonna be interesting to see if he brings in someone who he has a connection with now, and 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 maybe more employs what Dable would think as far as DC goes, right? Because even if you're not a defensive coach, you you have to have some type of defensive philosophy, right, in your mind. I would think. And Dable seems like that guy who would, you know, not a control freak, but a CEO who wants to, wants to, needs to know everything that's going on. As so, I, right, right. So I'm just curious to see if he brings in someone that matches his philosophy rather than just, you know, someone and, and it's, it kind of gives them the trust of, of running their defense. So, yep. We'll yep. We'll, we'll, it'll be fascinating who, who he hires as a DC, you know? Yeah. It, it will be, you know? Um, one more thing I wanted to bring up, not Giants related. 
not Giants related. Yeah, I wanted to get your take on this. All right, someone brought this. Someone asking Josh Allen. I don't know what it. Oh, maybe the maybe the Josh oh, the Allen. Ja- on oh, the Jaguars. Jaguar. I think that right. Josh Allen's a free agent, right? Yeah, but I want to ask you about the Josh Allen on the Bills, the fake slide. Like, aren't these defenders just at the mercy of? You know, like you, you saw the play I'm talking about where he got like yeah. a 40 yard run. Yeah. Like, I, I guess you can't outlaw a fake slide. Like, because you could just say, oh, I, I juked them. But, like, these defenders, dude, I would not want to be a defender coming up on a quarterback. I think I'd get 15 penalties a game just because, you, you, like, I don't know what you do there. And I don't know. You can't really outlaw that. But, you know, we asked a few weeks ago, like, would you outlaw the tush push? And, I, and we both kind of reluctantly said, no, I just want them to stop it. But, like, a play like that where you fake slide, I don't know if you could ever penalize it. But, like, that's – dude, that's bullshit, man. Like, if I was <laughs> – I'd be so pissed, man. Like. I, I don't know. I I just that's Bush League. I, I get why he does it because he's not gonna get called for it, but the defender has no shot there, dude. Because if you drill him, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like it yeah. sucks, man. Tough call, right? Tough to play defense these days, right? It really is, dude. It really um is. I was so expecting a Led Zeppelin question when he said not giants. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've 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 uh no, no, hey, hey, what? By the way, did you see? Like did you see Robert Plant trending the other day? I, I, oh man, I almost had a heart attack. I don't know if you saw it, Joe. He was trending for a little while on on X, and I was like, oh no, I hit him up. You know, I, you know, usually when you know, usually a lot of times it's right. bad. You see somebody trending, right. I hit it up, and I was like, oh, and then and then it was something. I don't know what the hell it was. But it well, they always do like, who would you take singing? I know, but who, a lot of times it's somebody who died. You know what I mean? Right. No, but I mean like all these Robert Plant ones I've been seeing lately are pick the best singer. And yeah, it's like, yeah, I know, plant. I know, but just like, it was like out of nowhere. I was like, oh no. You know? But those so, questions are like, if you put like my thing is, and I'm sure you feel the same way. If you put anyone in Led Zeppelin with pick the best drummer and you put up John Bonham, pick the best bass and you put up John Paul Jones, Jimmy Page, you're always gonna pick the guy in Led Zeppelin. It's almost unfair. It's like, no, I'm I'm picking them. So put anyone else in that scenario, and then it's a question. But you know, when I whenever I see like best singer and it's like Steven Tyler. Jenny Lee, Robert Plant. I'm like, oh, come on. That's unfair. So, <laughs> so whenever I see those, I kind of laugh. But anyway, um, here we go. Big Cat also says, whatever they do, I just hope they rush Tibbs. No I more zone, you. please. Yeah. Big Cat, I- I'm with you on that one, man. I-, I hope the new defensive coordinator comes in here, doesn't have Tibbs dropping into, into that zone blitz and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I like to see – let him – Send them every damn play, you know. Send them every damn play, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other night in the Dallas game, real quick, I saw Parsons drop and then they complete a pass, and then he rushes and he calls the holding penalty. And I know, I know you can't rush every down, and I'm just like, Dan, maybe you should rush Parsons more, buddy. I I, I don't know. So uh Diego Duran, what do you think of Jerome Henderson? Andre Patterson. Yeah, Henderson's getting an interview. I don't know. What do you think of Patterson, Chris? As what defensive coordinator or as a yeah. coach? I think I think he's saying defensive coordinator. Oh, he's not even no. They're not interviewing him for DC. No, All right. he's a, he's one of the best DL, DL coach, defensive line coaches. That's where he'll be. Can't lose him, man. Can't lose Coach Dre. We like to call him. Nice, one of the best. Yeah, good stuff. Anything else, bud? Any more questions coming in? I got, we got eighty four people watching. I almost feel like wow. I, I don't feel like I want to end this yet. <laughs> oh my god! Get yeah, send in the questions. Eighty four people out there. So John Pinto's a childhood friend. He's the Dallas fan. He's saying 100% Jerry. Like he's agreeing with my Parsons take. So thanks, John, for joining. Go easy on him, guys. Um, Oh, wait a minute, John. John, Michael Parsons did play? I I didn't realize he even played. (laughs) Wow. Can can I bring up something too while we're speaking about Michael Parsons? Oh, I know. I know where you're going with this. Can we, can we look? Michael Parsons is a great player. I, I admit that. The kids, and we wanted him. He should be a giant. Yes. Right. Yeah. The kid's on a path to can. There's no question yeah. about it. Okay. I'm never going to be an asshole and say something like, "Oh, he's not that good because he's a cowboy." So that's right. that's childish, right? The kid's going to. The kid's on a path to can. But cool, Jerry. Can we? Can we? Because <laughs> he's happy that he gave you. He's happy you gave him a shout out. Can we? And I think John would probably agree with this. I had some Cowboy fans agree with me this on Twitter, too. Yeah, yeah. Can we please stop the comparisons between Micah Parsons and Lawrence Taylor? Yeah. yeah. Can we stop that, please? Right. Okay. Right. Mike is a great player. I give him his props. Got to count for him all the time. He's not Lawrence. T- I know every few years 
somebody drafts a guy, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. McCarthy's staying in Dallas. There you oh, go. That doesn't surprise Schefter. me. Well, make sure it's the right Schefter one and not the wrong one. I've been fooled by the wrong one before. Oh, but okay. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Oh, see, John says it. He's not there. Yeah, he's not there. There you go, John. Well, John's an honest Cowboys fan. What, I, what I'm saying is, um, and, and and John, Dallas fans listed, whatever, you know, I love Micah. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, every few years somebody drafts a guy. I remember Cleo Mack was drafted. Cleo Mack was the other one. Yeah. And, you know, and guys like that, and everybody wants to compare him right away to Lawrence Taylor. Please stop at the comparisons to Lawrence Taylor. All right. Micah Parsons is a very good player. The way he's going, he's on the path of Canton, no question about it. He's not yeah. Lawrence Taylor. All right, he's not Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, and 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 you sound and I sound like probably like our fathers did when they talked about Jim Brown, when they'd say, "Oh, this running back's going to be the best of all time." And my dad would say, "Guys, it stops. It it starts and ends with Jim Brown. Barry Sanders is great. Emmett Smith was great. O.J. Simpson was great, but he's not Jim Brown. So that's what we sound like, and they were right too. So, Jerry, uh, do, I think." Yeah. Hey, Jerry, you know, speaking yes. of OJ, you know, we all know OJ, right? Well, yeah, right, right, right. Yes, yes. I think you might have been too young for OJ, right? I was. I don't know why I said OJ. No, no, it's all right. No, you're right. right. But, no, no, Jerry, you're right. But I tell yeah. you, dude, I remember OJ when I was a little kid, man. He yeah. was freaking good, man. Yeah, yeah. He was a horse, man. He yeah. was freaking good, OJ, yeah. man. And now we all know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> But right. I'm just saying you were talking about him and Jim Brown. I'm not saying he's Jim Brown. But I tell you, man, the juice, he was Wow, what a running back he was. Holy crap. Corey Regal. Juice was the other stuff. Go ahead. Corey Regal says, Are you happy the Eagles were eliminated? The Cowboys, I can't decide. Oh, and it's not even close for me, dude. It's the Eagles. Oh my God. I mean, like I said, I was I was worried that the Eagles were gonna get a I this is how absurd I am. I was so worried about the Eagles getting a home playoff game that I thought, oh man, if Dallas loses, or I'm sorry, I was so worried about the Eagles winning Monday night. I didn't know who they're going to play next. And I'm thinking, well, if they play Dallas, they're going to lose. And I have no faith in Dallas beating the 49ers on the road. So it was like when Dallas lost, I'm like, oh, man, I just started going to that negative place thinking this, paving the way for an easy Eagles road to the Super Bowl. And I know the Eagles have sucked, dude, but this is the the buffoon in me that was just like, oh, God, they're going to play a game at home if the Rams win. And then somehow the Packers are going to beat the 49ers and the Eagles are going to win. And then it just I had it in my head. Thank God none of it came true. So to answer your question, Corey, it's not even close for me. I mean, it's just Philly, 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 especially yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. So uh cut that one already. Uh, I'm not highlighting that comment to giant goofballs. So there uh, we go. All right. Uh keep coming, guys. If you want to ask a more questions, got a few more minutes left. So um, but look, man, I, I know we say this every year and the farther the season gets away, the better you feel about things. But um, I'll be honest, dude, I love the way they finished um, this past weekend, you know, with the bringing in coaches of the past week, I should say, getting rid of Bobby Johnson. Like we said, you don't want to see people get fired, but he, look, if anybody kind of deserved them, the Giants had to move on from anyone. It was Bobby Johnson bringing in a new offensive line coach um, and then bringing in, you know, eventually a new defensive coordinator. That's kind of exciting for me, right? Like I'm, I'm, this is a, a you know, an exciting time because if you really believe that you have the right head coach, which we think we do, um, and a GM who knows what the hell he's doing, especially with the salary cap, then this can be a good time of year. So I'm, I'm kind of psyched about some of the things they're doing. And you know, even picking high is going to be exciting, man. Who knows what they can move up? I, I, I don't know if they'll be able to move up. I, I still – I will stick with this, Chris, that the top three teams will not trade with them, especially the – I mean, look – the, the commanders are not going to trade with them, but I really believe the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams, and I, I don't think the Patriots would trade with them. And I don't even know if the Giants put Daniels with Drake May and, and Caleb Williams. I'm just – maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I, I just don't – I just – I can't see those three teams trading with the Giants unless Shane says, here's our next 10 first-round draft picks. So I, I don't know. <laughs> but Yeah, well, it'll be interesting what the Bears do, you know. Yeah. It'll be interesting. So. I don't think they're sold on field. Something just tells me they're not, Jerry. You know, by the way, it is reported, Chef, there are a few other people that McCarthy is staying. Sweet. So, <laughs> awesome. Look, at talking about at the beginning of the show, right? Yeah. Talking about the beginning of the show, the guy's won 12 games yeah. three years in a row. It wouldn't surprise me if he stays. You know? yeah. yeah. And the plays vouch for him. So the, this is not a surprise that he's staying. Yep. It's not a surprise. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I wouldn't surprise anything for the fighter, but it's not a surprise to say, oh, why? I can't believe they kept. 
No. Yeah. No. Uh, no, so I keep clicking the wrong one. Here we go. NYBS, if the Raiders balk on Antonio Pierce. I believe he will. Well, he'll get it. He would get interviewed. I think he'll get an interview to DC job with Dable. Yeah, I think I believe you will. I know he wants to be a head coach. He got an interview with another team. Uh, I don't know if that'll work out, but John says, shoot me because they brought back McCarthy. <laughs> uh, feel, John, don't 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 be upset. You'll win 12 games again next year. You'll make the playoffs, and then uh so your season ends in January, a couple weeks later than uh the regular, you know, in game 17. Um, but dude, Pierce, like. I feel bad. Like I'd love him as a DC, Chris, but I want him to get the Raiders job because he friggin' deserves it. I, I don't know what the hell's taking him so long. I think he will, but it just seems to be like typical Mark Davis and dragging his feet. Take, what the hell's taking so long? You know, dragging his feet. Uh, one more question. Year three, Chuck List. Uh, year three, do or die for Shane Dable. No, they get more. I mean, do or die. They have to improve. That's all. I, I mean, you know, you have to show improvement. You can't be three and 14 but if they show improvement no i i i don't want to be the organization that constantly um turns guys over like i'm glad we're sticking with this right now i mean i think the other ones were warranted but look man let's let's let let's ride this out a bit and and also if they get their quarterback that they want then you got to give them time i mean that's oh, the whole plan that's no, like, no doubt. right yep no doubt so i think you have the quarterback Got to give him a couple of years. No question about it. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't think they're not looking to do. I, I think it would have to really fall apart next year, Jerry, for, yeah. for a change to be made. I mean, I mean, really fall apart, you know. Right. <laughs> All so. right. Good stuff, dude. Um, guys, thanks for joining. This was a great time, as always. And and we'll look, we'll do these one, you know, podcasts we once a week. We'll probably, if we can, we'll live stream. Um and we'll start having – we're going to have some guests on. And I just talked to Syvertson. Uh, Chris, he's going to the Senior Bowl this year. Oh, good. And and uh, he said he might be able to chime in from the Senior Bowl. We'll see. Good. <laughs> so That would be really um, good. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, Dave knows his stuff with, with – you could ask him about a player from Tallahassee Junior College. and he'll, No, he doesn't. He'll, he'll give you the rundown on their backup guard. <laughs> like, dude, what? Yeah. So I don't know how he does it. I really don't know how the hell he does it. It's ridiculous, dude. And the guy owns his own business and everything. It's amazing. Yeah, some it is amazing. It's amazing so, how he does it with all these college kids. It's freaking amazing. So there was something else I want. I can't remember. I'm losing my mind. There was something else from this weekend I wanted to bring up and I forgot. But anyway, um, everyone, thanks for joining. Uh, this was a good time. And uh we'll, you know, we'll be back next week. We'll let you guys know. Uh, we'll put it out there. But uh anything else, Chris? Uh, that's it. You know what, Jared? It's off season. We could bounce through some different things. Maybe we'll have somebody on. Maybe we'll have one of the followers on, Jerry. We'll yeah. Maybe throw him on a podcast. Him or her on the podcast with us. Yeah. Um, you can't be a a Ranger fan, and you can't no. <laughs> no, Jerry's a Ranger fan. So we can't it's a one man. Then it's a one. You can't show. be an Eagles fan. You can't be a Cowboys fan. Right. Uh, right. you can't be a Yankee. Oh, Jerry's a Yankee. But Yankees, don't, I'm Chris. I'm, I'm barely, I'm hanging, but I'm barely I'm hanging on there because I, I was leading it to uh, Adriana. Today. I was going to ban oh, her right. you know, with right. her nonsense coming on there with the freaking Yankees, right. all that crap. So, so uh, yeah, you know what? We'll have to figure out, Jerry, how we're going to pick. You know, yeah, Rick Saratello is going to be on to this. We have plenty of time. Yes. There's a lot of time yeah. between now and the draft. Yeah. Um, you got to cover free agency first and all that stuff. Um, yeah. But we'll have, you know what? We'll have one of our loyal followers on. It's always on with us, Jerry. Yeah. Be on the podcast with us for the whole hour talking yeah. Giants football. I think people will like that. Booker, I haven't talked to you in a long time, and man. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I love Booker, man. No, Rob. No Lightning fans either. Oh, no, Rob. No Lightning fan. Not unless you give us that goalie. But anyway. Um, okay, Chris, the goalie, yes. Was, give, yeah. yeah, we need a goalie. We'll take anybody, including Jonathan Quick. We'll take anybody. Any goalie out there wants to play for the Devils, please let me know. Uh, unless, Chris, Nico, unless Nico Dawes is the next Aiden Hill. I don't know. But <laughs> Chris, Kevin McWalter said drop a quote-unquote quarterback no matter what note on the floor <laughs> next time you're at MetLife. Yeah, yeah, I'll let I'll let uh, Dave's know when I see. <laughs> and then the other guy, somebody else earlier said, "Chris, shave your head and grow a beard so that he finally hires." Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll freaking text Dave's and say, "Listen, quarterback, 
Uh, don't talk to me again. You know, that's, that's the way we're going to do this. So. <laughs> nice. No, no, we'll see. Look, it's going to be interesting how that plays out. But, Jerry, getting back to the uh, – we'll have somebody on yeah. to talk Giants football with us. We'll, me and Jerry will have to figure out exactly how we're going to get this per- – you know, how, how we're going to decide hey, choose. to choose this person. Last time I picked out of a hat. Because there's so many, you know. So, yeah. but but folks who's listening, um, or or who watches this afterwards, um, start applying. Start going. Okay, I'm the one that should be on yeah, this right. podcast yes. because yes, that's a great idea. Because this is my favorite Zeppelin song, and right. it's not staying without you know stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. right <laughs> like right. I don't want to hear like, hey, Biz, I should be on because I'm a stairway to heaven guy. I, I know everybody's a stairway. Yeah. Right. Give me something. Like- and guys, if you want Chris's brownie points, do not say, hey, hey, what can I do as a top five? <laughs> yeah, no, you, that, that'll disqualify you. Right. You know what, folks? You got to hit me something with this, right? Give me something from an old Giants team or give me Jerry, right. or give me a priest song or a Black Sabbath song. Hey, Chris, priest. this is my favorite priest song. You know, and I'm going to be like, oh, there's the guy right there. Or there's the girl right, right. there. You know, so. Right. Nice. So whoever's listening, whoever wants to be on for a whole hour, me and Jerry next week talk a little Giants football, and there'll be more. I'm sure there'll be more developments, coaching wise, or whatever the hell, playoff football, whatever the hell. Um, Rob says his Devils fan buddy wants Flurry. Yeah, yeah. I'll take my. I'll take Andre. I don't care. I'll take anybody. Anyway, um, so let yeah. us know. Send yeah. it our way. NIB by Black See, his group giant two giant goofballs. He's trying to hit, hit me with NIB by Black Sabbath. <laughs> First album, two giant goofballs hits me. But you know what? I like NIB, but that wouldn't qualify your goofballs. Give me something, give me something a little bit more from Sabbath. All right. Dude, how about, how about that? NIB. How about that clip of T Pain covering war pigs? Yeah, no, I didn't even know about that guy. Oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah, I think New York Revival was telling me about that dude. I didn't even know. I was like, that was awesome. You know, oh, it was incredible. You know, no, Bob, and I come up to New Haven. I can't even drive around my neighborhood stone so damn much. Bob, listen, you know, I mean, you're talking to two guys who really like pizza from where they're from. I keep hearing about New Haven. Portnoy talks about it all the time. But Chris from Brooklyn, I'm from Trenton, the Trenton Tomato Pie. It's I look, I'm not going to poo-poo New Haven, but. Jersey pizza's good, man. Good. Yeah, so, anyway. See, Rob, like Snowblind or Valium 4. That's everybody knows Snowblind, Rob. Now, see, now, Rob, if you would have hit me with a St. Vitus dance, I would be like, ah, oh, there's my Savage guy. That's a possibility right there. But everybody knows Snowblind, Rob. Come on. Anyway, get <laughs> into it. Let us know. Chris, what? We'll trade what? What's that? <laughs> Chris will trade you quick for use. What? what does that mean? <laughs> Chris, will, Chris will trade you quick for Oh, oh. What does that Chris, mean? Trace, Chris will trade you quick for use. What does that I mean? That, I don't know. Oh, Mike, is he talking about John, the Ranger? Jonathan quick? quick, but for use. For use? I don't know what that means. I don't know. GPA. You gotta Sorry. get me back. GPA, get back to me. Now. I don't I don't quite know where you're going with that. So yeah. Sorry, buddy. Oh, oh, quick for use. What are you on? Crack? Stop. Oh, Hughes. He spelled it UNC. Yeah, for Jack Hughes. <laughs> okay. You know, I, got, I guess GPA is smoking crack tonight. <laughs> With that one. Oh, 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 so he's a uh, GPA is a Ranger fan, so he wants. Yeah, he oh, wants yeah. to steal Jack Hughes Jack from a Hughes, backup goalie. <laughs> GPA, you could be my GM anytime you want. You pull, that trade. You pull that trade off, dude. <laughs> Planet Caravan. This is hilarious. Believe it or not, PSAY guy, Bry. Um, oh, yes, no. Brooklyn Pizza in Jackson. I Brian ready. I went. It's awesome. My cousin Jerry went there. He loved it. My cousin lives in Jackson. My cousin told me that is excellent. Brooklyn excellent Square. Pizza. It's legit. Yeah, uh, my cousin actually lives in Jackson and told me that pizza is excellent. Jerry actually was there. Jerry said yeah. the place is excellent. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt like that was Chris. I'll be honest. Jerry, with you, I I'm like only I... going to give Jerry like a 70 percent. <clears throat> you know, because he's a Jersey guy his whole life. So I'm not no, going to really go with Jerry. But I've, I've been to your places though. I've been to your places. I know food, Chris. <laughs> if you look at the two of us, people are going to take my food recommendations over you, Chris. So let's be honest. But but <laughs> Brooklyn Square. I did. My wife and I went, and I did feel like I was with seven people of the Bizignano family. It was very like, oh my god! You, clearly, these guys are from Brooklyn. Yeah. That's what yeah. I heard. I heard my cousin yeah. told me the same thing. Uh, she lives yeah. right around the corner from them or something. And she's yeah. so good people, real nice people. Yeah. That's what I heard. I heard it's really good stuff. I asked yeah. after you told me about it. <coughs> yep. So anyway, so yeah, I love neighbors. Um, I'm sorry, where did I go? Neighbors. Uh, somebody just said to our neighbors, jumping up. A, t- a tail of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I love Navis. I do love Navis. There's a, there's a lot of good receivers coming out. Yeah. Um, a lot of – this is a pretty good receiver class coming out. So, um, it'll be interesting, you know. So – Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. Oh, dude, these comments are flying in. Okay, so Taylor just asked number one receiver. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Holy crap. Wow. Awesome. All right. Um, good stuff, dude. Love the love the pizza conversation at the end. So Lisa, um, best pizza in Jersey. You're like, you know, you tell me, you know, like that's that's a good way for you to get on the podcast. Figure it out. <laughs> I'll tell you that answer. So, good stuff. All right, guys. Awesome time. As always, went over an hour this time. Stuff, oh my god, yeah, a little over an hour. I was thinking, right. yeah, we'll, we'll squeeze the conversation, put us over the limit here. I was like, dude, we could squeeze 40 45 minutes into this, and then we start talking about pizza and Trenton and Led <laughs> Zeppelin. So, <laughs> all right, guys, good stuff. We'll see you next week. Sundays right. are giant days. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye bye.